Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Dungeon Courts. Dungeon. Dun, dun. Don't need to do it, but it feels good. I want to do the mix back thing. Right, we've got the theme song, but we still like to do it. Uh, I feels am good on my tongue. The uh, Honorable Crit Justice Murphy, uh, joined, of course, by Crit Justice Axford Tanner, uh, and the returning bailiff Jake. Yes! Oh, there he is down there. I see him. <laughs> hey, come on. Wow, they got you being bailiff on Labor Day? Yeah, you know, you can't take a day off. Uh, <laughs> the law does not sleep. So, shall I? Yeah, launch, launch Can back into it. Okay. I'm oh, sorry, you feeling yeah, rusty, I mean, dude? It's, it's been, dude, I just got back from vacation. No, no, I can do it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Crit is now in session. The oh, honorable su- nice. Supreme Crit Justices Axford, Murphy, and Tanner presiding. <laughs> mm, mm. Didn't quite stick the landing, but I started strong. <laughs> All right, our first case comes from Sarah B. Uh, They write, may it please the court and disgruntle the bailiff. Nice. I present the case of the flavorful ravens. The party I GM for arrived at a new town, which I described as being covered in ravens. Every surface was covered in them purely for flavor. They had no real meaning. The party made a big deal about how every surface must be covered in bird poop, and one player shouted, bullshit when I started making up something about the ravens being magical. I gave in and said the town was inches deep in poop, and we moved on. That's such a beautiful sentence. I gave in and said the town was inches deep in poop. Just like a DM being like, fine, yeah. You're fucking trudging through shit. There's shit everywhere. That's what you wanted, right? You wanted to be covered in shit, sure. Make them smoke the whole pack. Later, they attended a banquet at the town hall, and I had them roll constitution against psittacosis, a disease that you can get from eating slash inhaling bird poop. A horror ensued, and I was accused of taking out my frustration at being caught out on my PCs. Justices of the court, I ask you this. Did I go too far in the name of the realism that the party asked for? Was I too salty, or did they deserve their dastardly disease? Ping! 
things taste better with a little bit of salt. And I think that was the right <laughs> dose of salt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think if you're making them make like constant psittacosis checks, then that's not fun. But like one round of checks because they yeah. wanted the world to be covered in ravens. Yeah. I think that's a fair trade. They made they made their bed. They covered it in bird shit. Now they gotta roll around in it. <laughs> that's how it works. It's instead of talk shit, get hit, it's talk shit, huff shit. shit. Yeah. Huff <laughs> shit, eat shit. Get all of the um, shit uh, side effects, um, but also I. It was really funny the way the the wording of like this town is covered in ravens. It was it was that right or what? It was yeah. it was like on yeah. every yeah. surface. Uh, it just does sound like truly so many ravens. That really though, it's so funny that your players went in on that because like that feels like such a fantasy trope that I wouldn't even think. But for covered, a just the wording, even in their question, I, I think I understand why the players went there. While well, they went like right. this, is insane. Because if you're like, <laughs> you walk into this fucking tavern. There are ravens fucking everywhere. There's like, you try to sit yeah. on the table. There's fucking ravens there. You have go you never thrown out bread for a bird in New York City? You can have like a covering of birds. Yeah, you can have yeah. a bird carpet. That's true. Yeah, just, you can have a bird carpet It's just for sure. really funny to think of a town just absolutely covered in ravens. Just ravens every it inch. It absolutely makes me, when we say bird carpet, I'm just picturing like a feather carpet of like real bird feathers and just like how <laughs> this is why lesson a lesson for all the dms out there never ever use a literary device yeah never, never say use anything. hyperbole don't yeah. use a simile ever because your players will just gobble it up and make you look the fool yeah i think um you know as as someone who's made completely of salt uh i am on your side of course uh i anytime oh, yeah. as someone who loves a man made completely of salt i do like I salt. yeah murph is a like salt homunculus salt. i'm a salt yeah. elemental yes uh, <laughs> a biblical pillar of salt yeah I mean, um, this is the game at its best it's tit for tat yeah your, your yeah. players want to shit you yeah. get asked and now yeah they yelled bullshit when you said it was like magic this instead is of pigeon banter. shit they this is banter, bird shit. and this is why I play the game. <laughs> is peak is banter. to be able to push the DM and then get punished for yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love because when I push Murph's buttons, all the salt comes out, and then that's when the fun happens. Yeah. Yep. And then that's when the omelet tastes good. Yum yeah. yum. Have you guys ever had eggs without salt on them? Fucking uh, weird. Yeah, Fucking probably. Yeah. Like flavorless. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> no, yeah, they're way bad with that. Absolutely way yeah. worse. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, no, but yeah, good. this is this is the equivalent of the DM being like, okay, if you go into this party, you're you're doing a stealth mission, so don't wear anything ostentatious or something like that. And then the player's like, I walk in and I've got a big twirly hat that has bells on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. And then the DM's yeah, like, like okay, go oh, ahead and funny. roll a stealth check with disadvantage. And I live for that moment. And the DCs ain't crazy high because yeah. of your bells. Oh, fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> the guards um, fucking murder clearly you. Clearly I cast momentary stasis on all of my bells. <laughs> That's smart. That That's how you get up. away with the hat. That adds up. I can't, ca I can't kill you now. <laughs> Fia cast momentary stasis on the dangle of a bell. <laughs> you use all four of your charges. <laughs> The bell keeps saving. <laughs> How? Well, you kind of only go off what the DM has said here, but the fact that uh -huh. they had to roll for this, uh, 
I hope they only had to do it like once or a couple times because (laughs) they just throw out the whole session to just have them all constantly rolling constitution checks uh, is uh, that's too salty and that's like um, a health hazard. Yeah. yeah, although more it is... so than psychotosis or psychosis, psychotitis. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm looking it up. It's called parrot fever. <laughs> psychosis. Oh, parrot fever. That's awesome. Oh my Jimmy god. Jimmy Buffett right. has that. I think. We tell me about it. <laughs> Why okay, parrot fever? That was very good, Murph. Murph, that was really. Beautiful. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Hey, See? we should go to Margaritaville. I hey. got. Parrot fever, it's a rare infection caused by chlamydia, psychotici, a specific type of bacteria. The infection is also known as parrot disease. Uh, that's nice. my Jimmy Buffett okay. uh, that- parody of him explaining what parody. parrot fever is. Parody. It's chlamydia. Nice. <laughs> nice. Murph and Emily are what on are, fire. What are we recording what are right we now? Doing? <laughs> we got so Oh yeah, no, this person needs to be- parrot dog that I completely forgot <laughs> if we were doing a mixed bag yeah. or a short <laughs> We're talking about parrot shit too much. What are we recording? I'm fucking worried now. There are parrots, there are roving gangs of parrots in my neighborhood. They could be giving me psittacosis. Whoa. What are the symptoms? In people, the disease typically resembles the flu or pneumonia. Okay, symptoms mm. usually begin approximately 10, 10 days after exposure. Whoa. Oh, uh-oh. Whoa. So you just like, right. see players... a parrot and then like but 10 you're... days later, you don't even know how you got yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now your players, they have there's a basis for their anger because wow. this isn't how psychosis works. Oh, but they could be failing the con checks. I'm gonna defend they the DM here. They could be do the con checks in ten and days. And they're gonna to get wait it. ten yeah. days, and they're gonna have See? and they're gonna have like two levels of exhaustion. Oh my god, it's so funny to fucking make like if they fail a con check and you just say okay, you write something down and yeah. they don't you don't hear. Ten oh my god, this is days from now. That's you wake absolute... up with four levels of exhaustion. That's perfect fuckery. It's perfect. <laughs> you you see a man. Is he there? Is he not there? He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he's holding a guitar. <laughs> uh, you guys want to go on to the ruling phase? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to rule in favor yeah. of this DM, obviously. Mm-hmm. The players, uh, you know, t- again, talk shit, huff shit. If you want the, yeah. shit, if you want the shit to be there, you got to live in I'm, shit now. That's dangerous. I'm going to sentence the players to get food poisoning at oh a margarita. God. What and you know what? They're not going to find out for ten days that they got food poisoning. Yeah. Ten days after eating at Margaritaville, they're going to get food poisoning. You're going to be there, and you'd be like, "Wow, I can't believe that parrots are bringing out the shrimp for my shrimp cocktail. They're flying it in shrimp by shrimp. Incredible." The idea of parrot waiters bringing your food in their little talons is absolutely something I would show up for. Yeah. <laughs> I would make reservations in advance. Like I, I'm there. I think you should have to sign more waivers to go to restaurants. Uh, sweet. Let's uh, let's move on. I think. Hold on. Okay. I'm gonna bang my gavel. All right, we're good. Oh, thank Beautiful. you. Um, actually, I'd like to go to a brief recess because well, I have me? a um, I've got a a PowerPoint presentation Holy that shit. was submitted by uh, oh, baby Michaela. Whoa. Um, they have been studying the cases. Uh, this is a year in the court, uh, one Whoa. year of the noble pursuit oh of justice. Uh, this one was not on the ca- agenda. Yeah, this is from July. So it's, the caveat is they these, these are not stats uh, completely updated with the Lou and Zach episode. Okay. okay. But okay. there's some interesting facts and figures in here. Okay. We've tried 82 cases. Whoa. Wow. 82 Whoa. cases have been presented to the court since July of 2020. 
uh, <gasps> cases submitted oh by goodness. players, number 47. Oh. Submitted by DMs, 35. Interesting. Huh. I would have um, thought it was the other way around because I'm, yeah. I'm always siding with DMs. So <laughs> You're always erasing to, yeah. the players, yeah. Murph. This is just submitted, Murph, not sided with. Okay. Mm, yeah, submitted. So we tried more players submitted by players than DMs. Um, the most common, 69 of them, nice, are hey. player versus DM. Uh, and only eight have been player versus player. And mm. there are other some that are miscellaneous. Mm. Um, would you guys Whoa. like to hear some court trends? Crit yes, trends? Please. for yes. sure. Yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so meticulous. <laughs> Since we're like looking back on the history of it, we should be playing like, I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> yeah, I'll oh, see if I can get good. the rights like, to that. Let me, is, let me call uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, try for a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. Right. Or a vitamin C. That's, that yeah. would be good. As we go oh, on. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Remember. Yeah. All right. So of the Cheeseburger cases... in paradise. <laughs> Order in the court. Of the cases where overall reasons for the final ruling was stated, raw has been stated as the reason for the final ruling in most cases. That's 24 cases. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. So I think that's we, honorable, right? That, that means is, you got yeah. go, to book. go to the texts, the mm-hmm. documents, mm-hmm. the precedents. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. The overall ruling of the crit has agreed with the guest justices' rulings in all but one case. Uh, and you better believe it's Lou disagreeing <laughs> with us uh, as he ruled for the player. Um, are, are you talking about the DMs judge, oh, Jake, Lou Wilson? Yeah. Jake, you weren't there. We fully, I, I did all bad baby player um, questions and we fully flipped him. Yeah, he turned he's the DMs judge now, yeah. Wow. Oh my God, this absolutely needs to be updated. Okay. Jake and Murph are the only ones who have been explicitly insulted in any case submissions. Jake three times, Murph once. Okay, that's actually not true because when I collected cases when you were gone, Jake, a lot of people insulted me telling me that I couldn't compare to you. (laughs) And you know what? I didn't fucking read those questions. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this, I don't know how this was even tabulated, but it's an incredible slide. Uh, you know, the the court goes north and south. One is ruling for the DM, <laughs> yeah. 20 is ruling for the players. Of course. Yeah. Um, and we have all been pinpointed with a number on the die. Whoa. Uh, on, where cool. we, on where we sit. The farthest left, or sorry, the farthest south judge. Okay. The farthest, south being farthest player south, or DM? South DM. being DM. South is DM. <laughs> okay. It is mm. Justice Axford. Whoa. Holy shit. You want to know why? You want to know exactly why? Because I am the partner of a DM. So I see what they go through. Oh, you see the pain. So I actually have, even though I am a player, I see, I see, I care more about my partner and what affects my partner. And Mm. so I'm always like, don't do that to your DM. They work so hard and I love my husband. Aw. <laughs> Knock it off. I love Murph. That, <laughs> the old I love my husband defense. We've heard it before. Uh, that That's really interesting because I hadn't thought of that because there are definitely times when I, if, if a DM is like trying their best and usually when they submit the case, I'm usually on their side, but I mm. go in on bad DMs too, yeah. so I can mm-hmm. actually I see me being pretty anti-DM at times. Yep, I think yeah. that's. I think that is kind of what happens. Interesting. Um, and so Emily sits uh, sits with a ten point four two, and not far off. I'm just fucking Ooh. wife guy. I'm wife guy. You're <laughs> <laughs> my DM husband. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next the next one up is Murph Justice Murphy uh, with ten point five seven. 
Wow. So you guys are close. So we must have been off by just like a case or something. Yeah. Um, the the next, I'm pretty much dead center at 11.14 where I've gotten to rule. Okay. Um, you're the bailiff. You're the glue. Yeah. Call, Caldwell, Justice, Mer- Justice Tanner, you are 11.23. Wow. Uh, siding a little more with the players. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have stats for the uh, guest justices. Oh, rad. Uh, not oh. from the last episode. Outdated but, stats, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justice slipped, but I outdated, do, do want to yeah. know how far he fell. Justice Oyama is just above Caldwell with a 12, and Justice Wilson has a 17. Ah! <laughs> or had. I guarantee or that had. is different now. Yeah, we got him like <laughs> eight Although in a we, row. It wasn't, he did weigh in a couple more. He like really, really tried to. Uh... <laughs> Really the first episode stay player, but yeah. then once we got to the short rest episode, <laughs> wow. All right, yeah. so now we've I can end this with a couple personal trends. Uh, this is some this is some interesting stuff too. Oh, okay. Justice Axford has requested yeah. more information about a case to make a ruling the most, and has also abstained yes. the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to know why? Because abstaining is often the way to start the most trouble. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's the way to I get me there, to freak out. This all out. comes from like one episode where you abstained like five yeah, times. Yeah, good It's God. like I fully defend the DMs because I love Murph, but then I also abstain to get a reaction out of Murph. Yeah. <laughs> Emily um, knows how to unleash the salt. And there are two two personal trends for Justice Murphy. Wow. Uh, most frequently upset about the final ruling. <laughs> I want to get you a trophy that says most upset. Most upset. It's, free- it's so most true. Frequently upset. Frequently upset. The voice is yelling. <laughs> Um, and you also upset. most frequently present new defenses and comparisons that become court precedents. Uh, namely, the Nightcrawler defense, the Legolas yeah. defense, the Grandma defense, Vigo Mortensen precedent, <laughs> and the Airbud resolution. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Justice Tanner uh, has ruled I in hope. favor of the plaintiff the least when the crit is explicitly complimented in the case submission. Whoa. Ooh. Susceptible to flattery, okay. <laughs> or the reverse, like when or the you're. Reverse. Oh, it's re- yeah, reverse. In, yeah, because the least. So oh. when the court is compliment. You're not swayed by the. Wow. Uh, in fact, it just it disdains you. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you spit. Um, you spit on the people. I mean, their honeyed <laughs> words get in the way of the salt. <laughs> and then the salt must flow. Uh, Bailiff Jake has more frequently ruled in favor of the plaintiff than ruled against them when they have insulted him Whoa. in a case submission. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me, but when they're mean to me, I like it. I think that you're... checks out for you, Jake. Yeah, yeah I think it does. Uh, I've sadly. noticed that Murph as your DM will do that. Sometimes he'll mm-hmm. just be like, Jake seems quiet. I'm going to have an NPC insult him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jake are cut from the same cloth in that way. We both like to get razzed. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get I mean, rowdy. I like to get into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was it. That was incredible. Thank you, Michaela. Yeah, Michaela. Yeah. God, that, that was, was so That was awesome, Michaela. Uh, we'll have to do was... an update like that every like few months or something. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. really fun. Now that they're tracking, I feel it, like Michaela really awesome. is a officially um, a crit reporter now. Oh yes, yeah. absolutely. Right? Yeah, Michaela's got like the tiny little keyboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> stenographer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, now let's bring it back. But I will actually be relinquishing my role, graduating what? to a new one. I yeah, that's true. That is true, Jake. I'm gonna step off. 
mm-hmm. I'm going to step off yeah, my so, seat. So just Careful, it's so high. Axford is Emily. vacating the bench, uh, which leaves an opening. Um, <laughs> if anybody has a, someone to be nominated uh, to sit. I, I don't know if Lou's going to be able to get here Zach? so fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he is. We haven't had Siobhan now, on, so on a D&D court yet. Uh, we could text yeah. her, but I feel like we're all on I airplane mode, like, so we probably yeah. should just do Lou's, get her in here. You know what? I have a crazy idea. Bail of Jake, would you like Whoa. to step up to to the bench here? I mean, yeah, Murph, I are mean, you sure I, he's ready? Uh, I wasn't expecting this at all. <laughs> we have no choice. <laughs> um, Think about what you're asking, man. I know, I know, I had no idea, but I do, I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the players as well as the DMs against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation of my own volition, and that I will well and faithfully embark on this noble pursuit of justice. So help me, gods. Yes. Beautiful. I want everyone to know Bravo. I recited that from memory. Beautiful. He's not reading it. <laughs> he did it with his eyes closed. <laughs> okay, so since uh, since we were doing this, uh, I had some left over, so I said, Jake, I can hop in as bailiff, and maybe they'll let your lowly ass onto my fucking high chair. Yeah, maybe they'll have to. <laughs> By high chair, I mean a baby's high chair yeah. at the table. Emily sits at a little that's high chair. What yeah. My, yeah. That's It'll what my... It'll be I'm perfect. I will throw a tantrum. From Kevin A. To the Honorable Justices and Bailiff Axford, if it may please the court, I submit my case of the discouraged cleric. In our Pathfinder game, we recently got into a discussion about who should foot the bill for spells like resurrection and restoration Hmm. where there is a material component cost. As the cleric, I use my loot to buy upgrades to help my party, but having to buy diamond dust worth 100 to 1,000 gold pieces or 10,000 gold pieces diamonds for the spells is a lot. I think the person who needs the spell should reimburse for the components. <laughs> One of my team members said if I should change the my alignment to evil... Uh, then I could do this. It was suggested that going forward, 10% of the party's funds go towards this. But I also think that penalizes the whole party when some members don't use the spells. Also, the ones who are reckless and just charge into a room or leave the group might think twice about it. What do you think? Should the cleric have to foot the bill, the individual member who needs the spell, or should the whole party chip in? Thank you for your consideration. I am hoping Emily, having played clerics in the past, will have some helpful insight. Wow. But now you're the... But now you're the bailiff yeah. what can you win <laughs> that's true i can't yeah. i can't <laughs> uh wow. truly what is this campaign that they're <laughs> i think it's yeah. a really funny question no it's a very it's mm-hmm. definitely a very funny question it's just uh yeah just to get all uh into like the group finances is is very yeah. funny the funniest part mm-hmm. is the people is the people being like nah i think the cleric should yeah that's kill. wild to me <laughs> that's insane although I, insane I will say i don't think i'm on anyone's side here because i i think i'm against whoever thought that the cleric should foot the bill because that's fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're the the person is already playing a cleric god bless them they're there yeah. to heal you <laughs> they're gonna help you out they're gonna bring you back to life be nice to your clerics. But I will say the resolution that they came up with sounds like what it should be, which is that everybody should just pool their money together and buy these spell components. The idea that you have to pay for your own resurrection <laughs> is kind of yeah. weird. 
I think it's kind of funny, though, if someone did like a really stupid move, the idea that you would resurrect them and then the entire party would be like, you owe us a fucking diamond. We get cash <laughs> for what you did. Just Venmoing people, a Venmo request. <laughs> and then that fucking player who like made a stupid move has to like fucking hustle. This is literally the, the healthcare system. This debt. is literally yeah. the healthcare system. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I never go down. Why should I fucking prop you up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the clerics aren't the government. They're still just another person. Right. No, yeah, where is right. that's what I'm saying. Where is the government? Where is the DM in this? Why that's is true. It like, the D mm. I think I there's... think they just think it's fun to do the nitty gritty of it. Make I, them, you know. Yeah, I worry. I think that there's an absentee DM. Or maybe they don't know this is happening. Well I think that yeah, the DM should introduce very expensive ambulances, which can heal you, but it's gonna cost you a lot of money. And I think that's really gonna make <laughs> people think twice. I, I do think that DMs though should should step in in these moments though and like notice when you know a cleric or a druid or somebody when people are using all of their abilities and all of their downtime and everything to help the party when meanwhile fighters are finding like cool swords and shields and armor and shit oftentimes mm -hmm. these support classes are neglected and you do mm -hmm. need to kind of go out of your way to be like I'm gonna leave a cool fucking mace for the cleric I'm going to put things specifically in my games to reward the support players because the stuff with fighters, paladins, all that stuff's going to come naturally. It's so mm -hmm. easy to just throw like a plus mm -hmm. one sword in the game, um, but it's a little bit harder to um, reward clerics and stuff like that. And I think um, what we've got here is we've got uh, an embittered cleric for a good reason. I mm. think it's crazy that the player. The, I think it's so insane that the other players were would be like, like it's you on should you? pay for my resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. That, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, they they were forced to take an insane position because they didn't want to pay. Exactly. Like, right. But like this shouldn't be a problem at all because no yeah. one wants to pay for this stuff. Right. But like now that yeah. they have to, it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I just like swinging at <laughs> shit. Yeah. But as somebody that is mostly plays fighters and is constantly get us getting resurrected. I can't imagine also yeah. being like, thanks for that. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna also need you to pay for it. That's entirely on you. The component's not on me for this, right? It's, it's also crazy to think of like Hard One having to take on jobs to pay back Bev for uh, Revivify and Moonshine for reincarnation, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I agree with Jake that this cleric got put into a crazy position yes, by yes, people yes. being like, "Yeah, I think you should foot the bill." Right. But it's also like it's a fun thing in role play in D&D right? that like when people bring me up I would I'm like oh I'm indebted to you that yes, brings of us course. closer yeah. like exactly. I appreciate yeah. that or I owe you like at least my thanks but to, yeah. to be like yeah. that's your fucking job you right. didn't do anything except what you were supposed to do I found my sword in the woods that was your yeah. big moment <laughs> <laughs> to, to be clear I am with the cleric on that part but the fact mm. that it, it goes on. It's like, we came to this resolution that um, mm -hmm. we're just going to split the loot and uh, have it go towards, some of it go towards I components. You pool all your funds. That's, yeah, pool that's, exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. that's exactly right. It's, it's actually kind of crazy to me, like reading between the lines here and being like, oh, these players all sit here and are like, I have 50 gold, you have 30 gold, you have 20 gold, you have eight gold. That means that I can buy a nicer thing than you, and we're not gonna. Mm. I've never played in a campaign where we don't just pool our resources. Yeah, we yeah. just we pull everything That's... and and we try to get rich. We like yeah. we uh, go to yeah, the casino. Yeah, we try to get rich together. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> that's the fun part about like a shopping trip in D and D is being like, all right, we have this much gold. Who needs what? Yeah. Like you're all yeah. together on it, right? Yeah, we've. I don't think we've ever on our podcast talked about money in terms of like this is what I personally have. It's always, every <laughs> yeah. time we say an amount, it's like that's what I can contribute to the pot of right. the funds. So I think like Kevin A. Like first off, like I'm totally on your side. They shouldn't have asked you to yeah. uh, foot the bill. That's insane. But you should like mm. try and start introducing some more like communal property vibes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will say I, I'm wondering if the other players or the other DM are just crazy because that does happen. But I'm mm-hmm. also trying to read b- between the lines here a little bit because they said <laughs> like you can charge people for revivifies if you change your alignment. <laughs> that makes me think that this this cleric might have been trying to charge people for <laughs> revivifies. I don't think they no? were. Okay. All I right. think they were just trying. I think they got told. I think they were like, hey, how am I? I need to get this diamond. What am I supposed to do? Right. And everyone's like, I don't know. It's your spell. You figure it yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's And then up. they were like, cool. Wait, really? And then I think that they probably brought up like, well, maybe since it's you, maybe yeah. since it's you who's re- like, they probably brought up the option and then someone was like, if you did that, you should change your alignment to evil. Fuck. Totally. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like this bark is getting gaslit a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. I get, yeah, I guess if I, if I have to choose between a cleric who's rightfully angry that the other players are asking for the cleric to pay for the- They're um, not res- angry. They're specifically mm. discouraged. It's Aww. a discouraged cleric. Oh, if it's discouraged mm. and not angry then yeah discouraged is is better than pissed i I think i think you i think you found the right answer which is to share the um share the cost amongst everyone but i understand why you're disillusioned with your party now because they sound maybe like they're crazy Um, i feel like we need a full dossier every time we answer one of these questions i need to see like the crime scene i needed i need a profile of every player so that i can make a full uh, a full opinion don't actually do this yeah like 3d uh 3d little like pictures of each player yeah right we really do need we need the we need the case from the other players freelance marketer i'm walking through the scene like nano machines are casting holograms everywhere it would honestly be awesome to find a like a deep dive case and literally interview all of the players oh my god almost like serial but like true like legit court like a real court case yeah that would be so fun Really, really hard. Someday. On it. God, oh I've been playing so much totally Phoenix Wright lately. I really want this. A D and D game. Yeah. Good God. God. Yeah. Awesome. Um, nothing like giving ourselves more work. <laughs> if we if we do it, we should do it for Club Game Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, sweet guys, let's let's move on to the um to the judgment. Uh, I think we're all on the cleric we're side up. here. Is anybody uh, on the? I Party think side. on this podcast, we should go ahead and say that everyone in America should have socialized health care. I think we should make that declaration. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And cool. um, fucking awesome. We're pro-cleric. <laughs> so now we have to sentence the party. Of course. Everyone gets health care except for them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No more. Yeah, almost okay. as harsh as when we made somebody go swimming in armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely did not expect that fucking <laughs> question to get so political but <laughs> <laughs> it was in there okay uh next up we've got mason l may it 
Please, the crit justices, I bring to you the case of a necromancer who de-meets people. I made the enormous mistake of giving one of my players a bag of holding. Soon after, he began trying to collect corpses to put in it to save for later combat. You know, a necromancer mm. can bring them back. That's okay. Cool. Typical necromancer stuff. Things got bad when I told him the bag has a weight limit. Right. And to cut down on it, he started dragging the corpses out of town to de-meet them oh, to God. make them lighter. Then it got even worse when he started looking for the corpses of halflings and dwarves as they would be lighter. He even tried collecting corpses of dead townspeople right after a battle to protect the town. He now kills, collects, and de-meets short people. What? I didn't finish Okay. That's got so brutal. Which is something that the rest of us hate to listen to. What? (laughs) To put an end to this, an NPC stole his bag. Even though it is retrievable, Will be and it will be very difficult. <laughs> I fear I'm in the wrong here for no. stealing my player's no, item. You're not and in the I wrong. await judgment There's... and put myself at the mercy of the court. No one likes <laughs> listening to it. So why are you playing yeah. with this person? I, uh, yeah, I want to know like how audibly everyone expressed their uncomfortableness with the situation, like at the table, because like. This is bad. This is obviously bad. But if everyone's just kind of like sitting there uncomfortably, I think you got to call the shit out is what I'm saying. I will say it's annoying even when other players at the table are doing something that's not super gross or whatever. But if they do Mm -hmm. a thing that's like their private thing that they go off and do it all the time that takes like lots of time Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. is annoying and is a little bit like that problem player thing so to not only to not only do that to be like while everyone else is taking a long rest um and waiting Mm -hmm. for the next day for the adventure i'm gonna go around and collect fucking corpses and go and like (laughs) strip the fucking meat off the bones like a maniac everyone hates listening to it yeah everyone hates (laughs) listening to it i guess so the thing is like this is potentially a fun conflict like this person's gonna get caught they like did, every, though. Yeah. Nobody they got their bag taken. doing this. For sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they got oh, their yeah. bag taken. Yeah, that's the exactly. conflict. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I imagine that the necromancer thought that was unfair. Definitely. Which, I mean, like, yeah. hints mm-hmm. the court case. I think you did the right thing, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, is there, like, a, just an out-of-game solution? Because there's, like, the in-game yeah, one is, like, true. building it into all the, like, steal the bag. But, like, you could just be, like... Hey, man, uh, by the Cut way, it it's kind of gross when you do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop. I think, you, I think you're upsetting other people. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, can you just fucking sidebar, a true sidebar, and just be like, knock it off? And... Like, I don't think it's even tied to like their character. I don't think their character is fucked up. It's like purely for metagaming purposes, just so that they can have like yeah. an army of corpses. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I, I feel like there's, yeah, there's a solve here where just like, if they just want a bunch of skeletons to command... I think you as the DM maybe need to come up with like a way that they can just like summon this stuff so they don't feel like they need to collect. That's, I was thinking that too. Like the dwarf yeah. daddies, the dwarf daddies that I had that I could yeah. like call and I They're had like ghosts, three. So you call them yeah. On. yeah. There's also yeah, like, like, I mean, you're in a magical world. If you're disturbing this many graves, ghosts are going to come after your ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There are repercussions. Yeah, I think this, this person is playing like way too fucked up of a necromancer. <laughs> Get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have a have a wraith freaking ice their ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially if they're going off on their own to do this. It's very easy to be like, all right, here that... comes yeah, a bunch of nasty ghosts. Oh, yeah, like next time you go into a fucking graveyard, there's somebody there that's uh you oh, know, it's so easy it. to catch them. Yeah. 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 Ooh, they're going it's off like, on their own. Yeah. This is always the problem, is like <laughs> 
You're I mean, grave I love, robbing. I love being a little scamp in a D&D game. It's known. It is a known fact. But I also, I love it when Daddy Murph punishes me for being a scamp. <laughs> That's oh why you God. scam. Yeah. You scam yeah. for that reason. You scam to get punished. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, to, so I think you did the right thing. I think absolutely. getting rid of the bag of holding fully it was actually a kindness to everyone else yeah. rather yeah. than a discourtesy. Good Lord. To... <laughs> yeah, it is, it's, for the great, it's for the greater good. You have to, you have to think about that. You know, you're like, you're not wrong to to give one person a sour experience who's who's kind of fucking it up for everybody. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. Everyone's yeah, everyone hating it and this person continuing to do it for metagame purposes. And also the just... DM, like, read between the lines. If the DM is saying, um, hey, you actually can't just um fucking debone uh ten corpses and put them in the bag because the uh bag has a weight limit and their solution right. is like i need to find smaller people <laughs> yeah Jesus. no dude like, just stop sorry man oh, i meant to say you can't do it just because i don't i meant i don't want say, it anymore. go home yeah <laughs> i meant to say leave i can just i'm feeling this like the skin on the back of my neck pick up as i'm hearing this dm be like uh and you all go to bed for the night oh. actually uh <laughs> Well, actually, is there a graveyard I go out on my own and uh, I look for corpses. Uh. <laughs> cool. Um, everyone else, I guess you're asleep. Yeah, yeah, we're asleep. Yeah. Okay. So I have a thought for how to. I have a thought for how to um, punish this player because clearly I'm side. I'm personally sided with the DM. Yes, They're of course. right to take the bag away. Oh yeah. I would I'm say abstain. that this person has to eat wings without taking the bones out. Whoa, that's a death. <laughs> Whoa. Is it? Is it death? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, could you just we've, 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 okay. by, we've sentenced people to <laughs> death before. We have no, there's, <laughs> there's precedent. There's precident. We've sentenced people to die. To pass. Okay. You could do one you could do it. one bone. I'm with Emily. I think you could do it. What if, <laughs> what if we what if we grind up the bones and you just have to drink bone juice? Bone broth. That's bone broth. Oh, that is that kind of delicious. Yeah, yeah. bone broth is right. really, actually really good. Broth. Okay. okay. Bone You're broth. only allowed to have bone broth? What's for... a punishment that won't kill oh, you? Oh, beer bong bone beer bong bone broth. Yeah. Oh, That's pretty going bad, to A yeah. to C on it. Really gross. Just yeah, like, yeah. You could sip on bone broth in wow. like in the dead of winter, but yeah. I am impressed. Making it beer bong scalding hot. Fresh off the kettle. Always up to death. Always up to death. You guys are too soft. <laughs> You're not allowed to put turmeric in it because turmeric That's a fucking... can really make that bone yes. broth sing. You're not allowed yeah. to put turmeric in. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. 
Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Next up, from Drew F., May it please the justices and Supreme Bailiff, we had some downtime in our quest to stop a dragon cult, so I asked to spend a week hanging out with a friendly dragon to learn draconic. Our DM said in a week, I could only learn to recognize when draconic is spoken, to which I respectfully disagreed. I felt that in seven days of 12-hour language tutoring from a gold ancient dragon, I'd be able at least to understand and speak some draconic. I accepted the ruling and just bought a ton of comprehend language potions instead. In a world full of magical bullshit, was I wrong? Was I wrongly punished for trying to learn a language the hard way? Ooh. Yeah, I, th- this- I think I think the DM was over the line because look, man, if you take seven days of hard studying a language you will know some words you will be able to read yeah. some mm-hmm. stuff you definitely won't mm-hmm. be able to speak it i think being able to be like i can speak a little is wrong <laughs> you'd be able to right. you'd be able to say You're your name right. you'd be able to um you know say a few things you'd be able to like because memorize phrases learn, but like also like a dragon's mouth is so different yeah that, like we we might not be able to pronounce their words because we wouldn't have that cute forked tongue we wouldn't have mm. smoke to sort of accent our words with but for the but for the purposes cool. of like trying to infiltrate a dragon cult or whatever you could learn lots of key words you could learn spells you could learn what to look out right. for yeah i i think you You're were right. i Easily. think you were done dirty because you can actually yeah. and draconic is a language that anyone can speak so in the world of D, draconic can be spoken right anyone. yeah yeah I think they could definitely ask the dragon cultists where the bathroom is. I think they could learn that much. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Pero ir a la baño. Yeah. It's still fucking hardwired in me. <laughs> picture um, saying that, but smoke comes out your mouth. <laughs> Wait, am I missing something? Like, did this this DM let this person do this for seven days and then didn't let them do it? They, I think they asked. Like, they were like, can I spend seven days learning okay. draconic? And they were mm-hmm. like, no. So then they just went and bought comprehend language Potions. I see. All right, great. Which I thought is... it was like you know, like in when we were in Bohemia, and you like spent day after day in the library. Yeah, um, like that. It, I thought it was like that, like day after day yeah. in the library. Then you go to speak, and they're like, "You don't know it." That would, yeah. Be... <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be bullshit. That would have been fucked up. That this would at be least really brutal. 
The, yeah, this is. I think it's a less egregious offense in that mm-hmm. case. Yeah, while for I don't sure. necessarily agree, I think that it's it's like flippant. It's a flippant miss, uh, you know, mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We rule on this a lot, but I think that this is ignoring a uh, a very common tool that the DM has at their disposal, which is just to make an ability check. Like, if you want it to be hard, you know, you can obviously make them do like intelligence saves or something like that. Maybe their throat gets really raspy from trying to. Uh, master the language. I don't know. I just think that like the die is there for you to use, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should just be doing checks every day, That's... and then that determines kind of how much you've you've um, learned and everything. And I think no matter what, I mean, the idea that you would spend seven days and all you could do with that is know if someone's speaking draconic. Like I can hear if someone played me a YouTube video of somebody speaking a language. I right. could sit there for five minutes, watch it, and then from then on, I would know what that language sounded like. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't need fucking uh, 90, 100 hours of study to figure that out. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I understand where the DM's coming from, where they're like, I don't want to let you learn a language in a week. But you can... I yeah. mean, people learn languages in 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 months, in, in a year, in under a year. So mm-hmm. the, the idea that y- you wouldn't be able to learn like some key phrases especially when you've got this goal in mind right like you're going after a cult so presumably you would have things you were looking for yeah yeah and it's also it seems like buying the comprehend language scrolls accomplish the same thing so i'm i'm a little confused as to why the dm wouldn't allow for this like cool little week retreat with a dragon that's i want to yeah. hang out with a dragon that sounds great <laughs> Oh, maybe they were just like, I don't want to take a week. Maybe they were just trying to expedite. Mm, maybe could be Could've true. Been just trying to expedite. <laughs> yeah. No. The sound. <laughs> it, this. This sounded cool. I, I like your instincts, and I think your DM should have rewarded you a little bit more. You should have been able to, like, you know, read certain words and know certain phrases and stuff. Yeah. You should have been able to Duolingo with this dragon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah imagine sitting to a Duolingo for fucking. 12 hours a day for seven days. You'd know some stuff. Yeah. You would know a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it's like also like immersion too. <laughs> you know, like you learn languages so much yeah. more that mm-hmm. way. Especially if you're like hanging out with this dragon and like you're at like a nice cafe with the dragon and like the dragon orders an omelet and then you like kind of internalize what the dragon says to order the omelet or something like that. Yeah. I just think there's like a lot of opportunities for immersion <laughs> if you're hanging out with yeah. a dragon. You should for be week. able to ask where the bathroom is and order an order omelet. Order an omelet <laughs> in Draconic, yeah. I think that the issue here is that like clearly, clearly the ritual is going down in the cult's biblioteca <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> nice and if pull. they knew Draconic, they would know where the biblioteca is, and then that's that's an instant solve. Uh, sweet, guys. So we're all on the player's side here, right? No, I, I you abstain. You can do a gentle sentence. You abstain? Yeah, I abstain. Why? Whoa. I don't know. Okay. Abusing <laughs> your power. Wow, you've lost Yeah, I've never gotten all, to do that. Absolutely all of the goodwill that you gained wow. uh, from the last sentencing. Uh, you've thrown it away. Yeah. I didn't realize that we had raised a maverick to our stand. Oh my God, I'm taking Justice Axford's seat. I need to. I need to bring you some need chaos. To abstain randomly. Justice Axford, more like Justice Abstinence. Nice <laughs> slam. That gets a gavel. So gross. I really just said that because it's really gross. Yeah, Justice <laughs> Abstinwitz. Okay, so we are we are on the player's side here. Um, yeah, I think that uh, the DM has to do Duolingo um, every day for seven days for twelve hours, um, <laughs> and then is not allowed to use it because apparently yeah. that doesn't work, no. right? You, I think you have to do it, but you have to do it in your own language, so you're not learning shit. Oh, I love that. You just have to read yes. a phonics book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh my god. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> Tammy, did you do a lingo for your own language? <laughs> oh, so, so boring. Brutal. What a waste so of time. Uh, <laughs> next up, Matteo C. May it be most pleasurable to the court. The wizard in my campaign wanted to wanted his familiar to be a government issued pet rock named Rocky. Okay. This works pretty okay but he also wants rocky to be able to do traditional familiar things like give the help action and scout for the party i said that despite being your familiar rocky is still a rock and cannot act on his own volition this was fine until he attempted to turn his familiar into a living bird for a scouting mission and i said and i said you turn rocky into a bird-shaped rock he protested and agreed to bring it to the court. Was I wrong for treating Rocky like a rock and not a rules as written familiar? I actually think yeah. that if they if they tried to cast fine familiar again and get a yeah. bird instead, they should have gotten a bird. Yeah. Yeah, a stone yeah, bird so. that can fly? That's cute as hell. I'm yeah. going to I'm mm, going to say that is cool. as much as I respect that you want to punish silly shit, as much as I respect <laughs> that. You got to nip this shit in the bud early. You should have ne- if if you were going to like not allow them to do anything with this rock, it shouldn't have been allowed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's essentially it sounds like Mateo was very much not on board with this idea, but just allowed it anyway and just mm. if if you really don't like something, you can just be like no, I'd rather. Is it okay if we don't do this? This is a little too silly for this world. I think it's going to break immersion. I don't want this. Uh-huh. Um, and then on the flip side, this player wants to be able to have their cake and eat it too. In a way, they're they're like, no, 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 it's fine. It'll just be a rock. It'll just be a rock. And then they want to be able to have a familiar as well. But I think like ultimately, a, a character's familiar should be able to do whatever it says in the book. There are elementals. There are constructs. There's kind of no reason a rock couldn't walk around, like if yeah. if you're magic, like. I think my feeling is if they're using the fine familiar spell, then yeah, then yeah, I think you gotta you. I think it's like let it be a rock, but be like, okay, so which of the familiars that you can summon, like which stat block are you using? Yeah, uh huh. The mm. key here is to either be like, yeah, I'm I'm not okay with this. Please don't do this, or to <laughs> um just describe it cooler than what the player described it as. So the players. <laughs> being like, oh, I want a pet rock. And you say, cool, yes, um, Rocky is little this little is this little rock elemental yeah. um, who follows yeah. you around. Um, and then also, it's such a cute moment if like at first he's just a pet rock and then when he goes to do something, he like sprouts little legs like yes. those rocks that you fight yes. in Breath of the Wild. Sorry, yes. I Breath of the Wild all No, the time, that's rad, yeah. Quite frankly, it's my comfort and joy. I think it holds water here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a one to one, and the, oh, those rocks are cute. Sometimes they got gems on them. Yeah. It sounds like the court moves ever south. Uh, we're <laughs> or, or, no, north. north. God damn it! I'm never gonna fucking. Yeah, get we're it never right. gonna get this. North. Yeah. Uh, north towards the towards the twenty towards the player. North towards the light. <laughs> well, you should have just said player and DM. Instead yeah, we of should. Adding player leading. No. Yeah. <laughs> Must be shrouded. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you go against the laws of the land? I will. I will say somehow I have been ruling with a lot of silly players lately. As much as it kills me, <laughs> we're growing on you, man. Uh, no, you're, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> it's absolute. Silly players are absolutely not growing on me. I just can't go against the books. I'm sorry. I wish you could have seen the grimace Murph made at government issued rock familiar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the fact that it's... It uh, was definitely a mouthful of salt. It tasted yeah. like a mouthful of salt. Mate- Mateo, I love you, but uh, I got a I gotta rule against you here. I think you could have made it a, a little rock elemental. Um, mm-hmm. We're not allowed or, it in the first place if you didn't like it. Always another option with a rock. Secretly an egg. There you go. Sure. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Secretly a bird egg. <laughs> and that's you why know, you should try to, try to bite every single rock you come across in the wild because it could always be a hard It could always egg. be an egg. Yeah. Try that's to make an omelet with every rock that you find. <laughs> that's a punishment right there, rock omelet. Turn your rocks into omelets, guys. What are, uh, <laughs> other, what are other people's rulings here? I'm um, going. I'm going with the player because I think. Oh wait, I'm. I'm not fucking going with anyone. I'm a stupid little ballad. Whoa, hey, <laughs> ballad. Whoa, there's nothing. It's an honorable position. <laughs> Esteemed Baylor. Yeah. Also, <laughs> well, I'm up here and say Jake, that. Jake weighs in. Yeah, I weigh in. <laughs> um, that said, I might abstain this what? round. We'll see how. Jesus. It <laughs> what? Dude. You're just. You're fucking fishing He's for a He's... You're fishing no. for. Michaela to give you a trend. Caldwell Dude. vote to strip her uh, uh, Justice Irwin. I don't think position. I should be talked to like that, Bailiff. Jake, I'm so sorry to do this, but I'm going to have to push you out of the high chair. Yeah. Whoa. Emily, get back up here. Oh. Emily, come back up. I climb back up and put my feet through the little high chair <laughs> thing and wait for Caldwell to mash up some avocado for me. <laughs> the avocado is browned. I hope you like banana. All right. Justice Axford's and Tanner, um, are, are you guys um, a four the player here for the dm i'm going for player i'm going for player i agree that i agree that like i can understand the dms like i don't know i think i honestly think it's kind of cute and find familiar is a spell and i love the uh, little rock elemental idea so i'm signing with player i just think yeah it's so cute for like your normal rock to like turn into something more magical i think that's like really sweet Uh, yeah yeah i think this is um the the dm needs to step it up you didn't do a bad job but i think there's room for improvement or this rock happens to be from like some kind of meteorite. It like got chipped Fuck. off of some kind of meteorite. So it's actually fucking an alien rock, my Whoa. friends. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. We're her What's inside there? Oh, it's green goo. It's got a little green goo legs. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say, you know what? As punishment, I like Mateo because uh, Mateo's trying to shut down the silly shit. And I appreciate <laughs> that. It, kill, it really kills me to rule against you. It really kills me to rule against you. I'm going to say your punishment is having to play with this pet rock person. That's You're already living, <laughs> you're already living in hell. Uh, sometimes life is punishment enough. Yeah. I uh, think that your punishment is uh, going out to coffee, not even breakfast, with Murph and having him... Just watching, watching the pain Fuck. in Murph's face as he has to rule as against I you. As I regretfully rule against you. <laughs> My God. Addressing down yeah, from I, Murph. Yeah, I, I have to talk to you about how much I actually am okay with the pet rock idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, it. Well, I bite my lips so much that it's bleeding. <laughs> and I'm in the background being like, I actually love it, and I think it should be from outer space. <laughs> I have a mouthful of eggs, and I say, green gulags. Space rock, space rock, space rock. All right, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and do one more case. Um, 
off the bench, I guess uh, we're back. Oh, uh, I'm back in my high chair. I'm back in my high chair. I've got avocado all over my shirt. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a fall from grace. Can we turn to our fallen angel? (laughs) I had it all. I can't believe you have stayed twice out of three times. (laughs) Icarus touched the sun. I've never seen someone shy away from responsibility more. (laughs) (laughs) Instantly too stressed out to move. Yeah, no, I'm just not really going to weigh in here. <laughs> Hate to kick up any dust. <laughs> uh, so instead of one final case, I actually have a submission for a D&D confession, Dice Christ confession. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. Praise um, Dice Christ. We will absolve yes. you of praise your, praise him, praise him and of yes. your player sins or DM right. sins. We, we really don't separate church and state. Yeah, here, exactly. So. No, they're, they're completely <laughs> intertwined. Yeah. right in. We all love um, Dice Christ. It's problematic. Universal health care, but no separation <laughs> yeah. of church and state. It's weird. We're, uh, our politics You can't pin us down. You absolutely we make our own rules. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one comes from Dave, a.k.a. Burner, and they write, Forgive me, Dice Parish, for I have sinned. It has been 15 years since my last confession. Mm. Here are my sins. I routinely use unbalanced magic. The gathering life counters as D20s usually works in my favors, but I always doubt the legitimacy of the results. Um, Last but not least, when my players forget their dice, I have in the past deliberately given them a poorly balanced set of my own. It has never burned any players, but I know what I did. Praise Dice Christ. Praise Dice Christ. Praise Dice Christ Christ because this is quite the sin to forgive. And, that, yes. and twofold, twofold. Four yeah. dice Christ so loved the world that they gave seven little dice from their body. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit of a reach, my friend. Maybe we should separate church and state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Justice Tanner, please remove yourself from the court. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, here I go. Oh! I, the bailiff can't remove you because I'm now a choir boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Dave... AKA Burner, um, you have sinned, but uh, Dice Christ forgives all all sinners. Mm. Indeed, okay? mm. and I all say- dice are dice in Dice Christ dies. Exactly, um, <laughs> the um, Magic the Gathering die aren't actually gonna roll that unfairly. I don't think. Um, although you know that you have sinned in your heart, you you yeah. you yeah. know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so, sinned, and you, and you need to stop doing it. You need, you need to, to stop, stop doing it. it. Cut it yeah. out, bud. Those days. Knock it off. Yeah. Cool it, pal. <laughs> you have to cool it. Which is knock it off. You are fucking forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely forgiven. We forgive you, but knock it off. Uh, and then the um, the dice that you're giving to your players that are unbalanced. That is perhaps an even graver sin yeah. because you're giving yeah. them false hope. And right. You're forgiven, mm-hmm. but knock it off. Dice Christ uh, giveth and Dice Christ taketh away. When we roll the dice, we are giving our fates over to Dice Christ. If if, if Dice Christ wants us to roll high, then we will roll high. If Dice Christ wants us to roll low, we will roll low, and we must give in to Dice Christ's will. That is the only way to get true forgiveness um, and, and celebrate the true randomness at the table. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> truly, truly. And with that, court and church are... <laughs> <laughs> Donuts will be served in the cafeteria. 
And with that, let's go ahead and go out with the beautiful music of an angelic choir. Um, thank you all so much for uh, listening. We'll be back next week with an episode of Eldermorn. Um, well, with our blessing. And a short rest after. Go with Dice Christ. <laughs> Dice Christ. Go with Dice Christ. Justice is served. It's the end of our show. Court is adjourned, and that means it's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Here we go. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M. A flock of rock birds. They began their life as pet rock familiars, then all hatched and took to the skies, leaving their owners totally stranded in the middle of a huge fight. Beautiful. Nature is healing. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Dylan B, and Schubert the Mushroom. Adventurers whose psittacosis became so advanced they developed a rare condition known as Parrot Head. Now they're on a quest to find the only thing that can cure their affliction. A sandwich made by Pelor himself. The cheeseburger in paradise. Delicious. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, Scott D, and Danny P. The carpenters who crafted Justice Axford's judicial high chair. The design is impeccable, but Justices Tanner and Murphy really wish she would stop dropping Cheerios on their heads. They're surprisingly heavy. Mixologist Michael McD, Vincent W, Balnor's Boy, and Andrew B. Clerics of the Blue Cross. For a monthly fee, they'll resurrect your party whenever they fall in battle. Unless you don't hit your 200 HP damage deductible. Then, you're on your own. Justin I, Ragnar Fairdwin, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele the Crayfay. Statisticians who attempted to calculate the amount of unrelated tangents the justices discuss during an average court case, but gave up five minutes into the discussion of Parrot Fever. Fair. Jared E, Austin Bonesaw MR, Daniel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Gage M. The makers of Draco Lingo, an app that is guaranteed to teach you Draconic in one month or less. How does it work? Simple. If you ever skip a lesson, your phone breathes fire at you. Wow. Filbert the Fabulous, Richard X Machina, Michael L, Trask the Traveler, and Sir Carl. Supreme crit justices that watch the proceedings from the shadows and silently abstain during every case. The only time they talk is to loudly raz Bailiff Hurwitz in between cases. Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, and Jack L. The Dice Christ Choir. They sing beautiful songs preaching forgiveness at the table, which is very impressive considering how full of dice their mouths always are. Wow. Flawless Whale, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Samuel B. A cluster of alien space rock familiars. Each one is based off of a different mineral, and all of them are being sued by Steven Universe for IP theft. Mike H, Udushmaluk, the baby bronze dragon, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G, forensic scientists hired by the Supreme Crit to analyze crime scenes. They're very good at their jobs, but everyone agrees the amount of hair samples they request is borderline creepy. Megan S, Annie Badger, Panama James, and Cummins the Bard. Ghosts currently haunting the shit out of the body harvesting necromancer. A bunch of them are currently hiding in the bag of holding and are going to pop out next time it's open. 
classic. Captain Sigil, Grace G, Drew Nasty, CC Lulu, and Barnesinator. Bird waiters at the Justice's local Margaritaville. Luckily, none of them have parrot fever, but all of them have mono? <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of Margaritaville, baby. Woo! Michelle O, Timmy R, Jonathan W, the crock-wearing warrior, Lucas B, and Aaron S. People selling Justice Hurwitz Forever shirts outside of the courtroom. When asked how they felt about Jake being removed from the bench, they abstained from responding. Hmm. It's Kevin, Hard Ones Horschmidt, New York, Stephen C., and KJ. People selling Bailiff Axford for Bay Life shirts outside the courthouse. Upon learning Emily had ascended to justice again, they tossed all their shirts off a bridge and instantly skipped town. Michael M., Mike K., Joy T., Ekathor666, and Nick W., the printmakers who made all the Justice Hurwitz and Bailiff Axford shirts. They actually cut a deal with Jake and Emily to maximize their profit. The amount of sway they have over the court is honestly troubling. Taylor A., Matthew R., Esme M., Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad. Private investigators who are searching for the body-stealing necromancer. But not to put them in jail, they were actually hired by a TV executive who thinks this story could be the next Hannibal. Bold. Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Thrath, Burley T, Jay Dragonborn, Joe Rowe the Inappropro, and Cody B. Doctors in Sarah B's Raven City. They don't have the cure for psittacosis, but that's because they're all podiatrists for the most part. Cody B can mold a mean insult. Mmm, so comfy. Liam D, the Sandrian. Ben A, Feldanus, and Dave H. Draconic language teachers who are very confident in their teaching prowess and believe that with the right pupil, they could teach someone Draconic in about a year. Oh, sorry, Drew. Koala Bear, Catherine S., David K., Christian S., and Dustin S. Jester Bards, who listened in anguish to the crit cases, begging someone to make a joke about the rock bird's poop being tiny pebbles that didn't cause psittacosis, but no justice drew that parallel. And for that, we deeply apologize. Keith K., Connor F., The Time Walker, Two Left Eyes, and Big Bad John. Rock and roll familiars. Maybe not as cute as a tiny rock friend, but at least they know how to party. Connor F. has trashed many a tavern bedroom. DPC is awesome. Aston S., Blair the Bugblair Barbarian, Porkchop, and Chanel M., Deacons of Dice Christ. Their chief responsibilities include cooking the church dice by leaving them out 20 side up during the full moon, and also pickling any problem dice. Ah, that must be some seller. Velociraptor, Minette F, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, and David M. Barbarians who each wield a god's hammer and who the justices are constantly hitting up, asking if they'd be down for tradesies for one of their crit gavels. No bites thus far. Elias Hawthorne, Alex H, the eldest Barry, Evan V, Ryan S, and the Bone Duster. Bruisers who enforce the crit's punishments. Except when the justices sentence someone to death because, as Alex H says, that's just not cool. Disagree, but okay. Robot Crisps, Yidrasil, Brentley C, Micah B, Ploops, and Carly Ann. Inventors of D&D Venmo called Dunmo which is perfect for conflict-averse clerics. 
You can go home after playing and Dunmo your friends for rare gems and spell components. Problem solved. Lori P, Seth AJ, Spam Gaming, The Not-So-Skilled Gamer, Connor Savage, Christopher J. Pebblepot, and Logan S. Lawmakers who are studying the stats of the Supreme Crit and have deduced that Bailiff Jake simply must be ridiculed if their clients want to have the best chance at winning their case. Sorry about that, Jake. You filthy bottom feeder. Leviathan, Demi A, BioQuirt7, Remington CD, Amber Dextrous, and Thrill of the Fight. Punk Rock Familiars, kind of like a pet rock, only they know how to pump out the opening riff to Fat Lip by Sum 41. So, you know, worse in every way. Sullivan H, Trub Hopdropper, Sydney T, Alex C, Jesse DLR, The Element God, and Lindsay W. Linguists who learned Draconic in 24 hours. They absolutely should have testified for the plaintiff in today's case. Too late now, though. Champ Wild, Valen, Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Anthony S, and Jake. Pirates whose ship contains so many parrots sitting atop people's shoulders that the entire crew suffers from psittacosis. But don't think of asking them to get rid of their birds, because it's not happening, me hearties. <laughs> CCA, Matthew J, TREP, Michael S, the Bone Duster, and Noah, bards who work at Margaritaville. The justices and bailiff are very much looking forward to their next vacation, where they will be absolutely joining you in the search for their lost shaker of salt. Epic. Wyatt B, Estelle, Ghost, Rogue Cree, Baron S, aka Sebastian's romance partner from the Baronies, and Mr. Dude Sky. Crunchy Greek life kids who do beer bongs of bone broth instead of Natty Light. It doesn't give you a buzz, but when that scalding liquid hits your lips, oh, what a rush. Conflicted DM, Justin LB, Dandy, Jennifer R, Clifton A, and Richard G. Super rich clerics who don't need your money for their spells, but they still request it because it's just the right thing to do. M. Barber, Marcos P, Puff Kylish, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, and Pagos, self-proclaimed Fay Prince. Supreme Crit journalists all vying for an interview with the bailiff turned justice turned bailiff again to ask Jake, why did he do that? Seriously, why? Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Andy E, a very big bed 91, Holly, and Anthony A. Non-biased Crit Room attendees who applaud bailiff Jake for abstaining. Sometimes it takes courage to not take a stand. Not most of the time, but sometimes. Very rarely. Leia C, Timothy H, Egg, Sloth King 777, Cal S, and Commodore Galaxy. Crit room jurors who were dismissed for a lunch recess two months ago and never called back. They have been trapped at an all-you-can-eat buffet for 60 days. And that's why you always respond to your jury duty summons for Dungeon Court. <sighs> and that is all of our shout-outs. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you would like to join the Council of Elders, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nadpod. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>